So welcome everyone. So I want to start with a story. I want to share a story with you that just took place this morning um, with the client. And uh, there are 100 stories like that that I can share with you. But this is the latest. And um, <coughs> it's, so if you can mute yourselves, please. Uh, and, you know, a story can speak a thousand words sometimes. So here's a client. A uh, lot of inflammation in all of the joints, very, very young with a two-year-old child. And um, inflammation in all of the joints keeps moving from knee to elbow to neck to back to wrist. And, you know, of course, the medical world just gave our, you know, prednisone. They don't know what to do with it. There's no hereditary of rheumatoid arthritis or anything like that. And then she tells me she had just intense, intense anger. And so, so here's the story. So the in, in, intense anger is towards her mother, feels the mother was a narcissist. And mother criticized, told her that she was just a bad, that the daughter was bad. So got away from the mother, extreme anger towards the mother, got away from the mother, lived her independent student life abroad. And for you know, 18 years, then she marries uh, somebody whose mother, hard now new mother-in-law, turns out to be, turns out to be triggering the same feelings as her mother did. She's just now packaged differently. And um, so the, the words that came out of her mouth was, I just feel extreme anger. And uh, then also another issue was that she started to turn deaf in her right ear. So anyways, um, after some work with her, we um, discovered that her experience of being in her mother's womb was claustrophobic. She couldn't wait to get out. So she also feels that, you know, there's no, there's lack of boundaries. People are invading in her space. And the thing that she values the most is her freedom and her personal space. And that's one thing that she can't seem to get. She's also very sensitive to noise. Uh, she's actually, you know, lived in India, moved here. One of the reasons she left India also is just noise pollution. She wants peace and quiet. And her mother-in-law talks miles a minute, never quiet, invades, um, uh, interferes, and she can't seem to find her peace. So here's what I want you to think about. Do you notice how the, the claustrophobic, meaning of claustrophobic is someone is, you know, the walls are closing in. And the, the feeling that she had was she was feeling nauseated. So walls are closing in, there's no personal space. So, you know, no boundaries, no boundaries. Everything just closes in. And that's the same thing that she keeps struggling with with her mother-in-law. Not being validated. Your space is not being validated. So everybody can just move in, move in and take over. Same experience that she's had. And now the interesting thing is that um, she started to turn deaf. It's almost like a God-given temporary gift to stop hearing, to stop listening, to stop listening to the mother-in-law because she can't stand the noise, because she can't stand the fact that the mother-in-law is constantly chatting. So here's a little help or a little gift from the divine gift. It's like, okay, I'm gonna turn you deaf. So use it literally and figuratively, uh, thinking that you didn't, you can't hear. 
So, you know, as I, as I, you know, went through the client and put this story together, it's, it's magical almost. You see how the, our entire life is so intertwined, how the physical is so intertwined with the emotional and the energetic, and how this life is intertwined um, with our prior lives. We are a continuum. You know, we will take many, many lifetimes here and, you know, God knows in which way, shape or form and what stories we're here to be a part of and what we are here to heal. So I thought when I saw, you know what, I have a webinar in like right after she, I just finished with her that I'm going to use your story because it's kind of a prelude to what we are talking about. So we're talking about healing. And um, so, and I have, you know, have the whole, you know, this PowerPoint thing for you, which I may not even use because we can just begin to, we can, you know, just rather chat. Uh, so what I will do is I will share a um, little bit just so you have somewhere to place your eyes on. And um, so just give me a second. So, you know, we are living in the most incredible times. I don't, even the words don't uh, do it justice. So this may not be the, actually, this is not it. So we're living in these incredible times where so much has uh, come to surface. And hold on one second. Can you guys see the screen? Okay. So, you know, I, it, again, the point of this, this talk today is really to to pay attention to what, what's been shown to us, the healing. How do we, um, so, you know, first it started with the heart-based meditation and then things are changing so rapidly. So I thought, you know, it's really, really about, you know, talking about our wounds, even that feels so raw. The point of all of this is for us to become whole. We've been given an opportunity to become that which we are designed to be, light and love beings, light beings, and to be whole. You know, when we talk about health, holistic health, when we talk about, you know, the point of the whole is at the places where we get wounded, at the places where there's trauma, the life flow interrupts there. So that whatever gets broken or interrupted, we tuck it away because it's safer and less pain is pain less painful that way for the short term, and we forget about it until it rears its, um, it it lets us know it's here waiting for our attention. And I think this time in our uh, planet has given us that opportunity to let us know that it's here. So the point of all of this is so we can we can. Um, become whole. So, you know, for this, you know, just for a moment there, I want you to go ahead and place both hands on your belly. And just take a minute, a quick minute to close your eyes and begin to breathe. So 
So you're going to direct the breath to your belly. Let the belly expand as you inhale. And as you exhale, allow the belly to pull back into the center. So really belly breath. With each inhale, expand the belly as much as you can. Some of you may even notice some soreness in the belly. That's because a lot of energetics are stuck in the belly. We experience everything at the navel. So when you're breathing, you're dispersing that energy and that ex the feeling of, you know, feeling a little sore is it's releasing that. Okay, It's releasing that stuck energy. So you clear the energetic space at the navel point. And now just gently slide one hand over to your heart. So you're breathing simultaneously in your belly and your heart. So really get settled in a place of being in the belly. Then move the other hand to the heart so you can really tune into the heart as well. Take a few deep breaths here. Imagine the heart is expanding. And whatever may be stuck there on the surface, at least you can begin to move that. And you can simply release the hands back in your lap. And you have noticed that, you know, whatever is going on on the external, it's going on in the external because it's really a mirror of the collective individuals. Nothing happens on the inside unless it happens on the inside. And, uh, but the human mind is made in such a way that we tend to focus a lot on the inside. We focus away from us. Maybe that allows us to see it clearly. I don't know. But that's what we do. And so really, we can't, we can't, you know, do anything about the world unless we do something about ourselves. So my focus is always you bring it home to you. And pay attention to what is showing up for you. And um, again, all kinds of things are showing up for people. Fear is fear, anxiety, uncertainty, um, anger, and confusion, we are in an unfamiliar territory, we don't know how to be, it's like the rug has been pulled from underneath us. But I think also it's been, it's been going on for long enough that we have figured out our own ways to deal with it. Um, but, you know, really the point of this, this time is to, we have to recognize our own power. When we begin to, the power comes from our ability to choose. We can either choose to be a prisoner of our old wounds or a trauma, or we can choose to heal, heal the trauma with love, heal the trauma with the ways that we know how to heal the trauma, and become whole so we can land into this trajectory of the fifth dimensional world so we, can, we are equipped to be in the new world. So we all want the new world, but we are waiting for somebody to create it. We think the new world is happening independent of us, and we're just going to, you know, slide in it. We are giving birth. We are birthing collectively that new world. That's where, that's where everybody's individual work is so important. I can't stretch upon that enough. Each each person who evolves, each person who, who catches that spark of the higher consciousness is needed and is priceless and is valued in this collective shift. So we each have to take our responsibility. So, and, you know, even if, you know, 
the irony of that is that when we change, the world will change because we view the world through our the mirror of our own beliefs, our own mindsets. We see what we want to see because there's plenty to see. And, um, you know, we all know how we got here. We've lived in a time which was heavily in the mental ego flow. And we, we even, you know, we fragmented our lives. This is my work life. This is my family life. This is my social life. This is, we there's a lot of confusion. So whatever felt good, we repeated. Whatever didn't feel good, we put it kind of in a little compartment and tucked it away and, you know, got used to all kinds of distractions, uh, whether it's socialization, whether it is, you know, substance abuse or alcohol or food or sex or whatever it may be, or screen time. And that's how we have coped with it. And, um, you know, and, you know, when we don't really get into the reality of life, life becomes a figment of our imagination. We imagine life that it should be this way or it should be that way. So we're living you know, we have a, a conditional response that um, this is how it should be. So I'm going to pretend that that I am kind of, you know, you know, following that norm. So in a way, we put masks on. And that's, you know, irony is that we are actually really have to put the mask on now. But the other mask that we had, the invisible mask that we had all put on, it's time to take those off. So we we don't, we no longer need to live in a conditional way. So conditioning is, is built in. We want to look at the conditions that are creating, that are making us behave or react and live the same old way that did not work so we can change that conditioning. So we've been kind of, you know, lulled into our lives, sleepwalking, not paying attention, living by default. So no more that can be, that can happen uh, if we want to live a really full and um, fulfilling life, and, you know, the fact that you have shown up here tells me this is exactly where you want to go. You want to heal and become whole. So just as a review, you all know the subconscious mind is where most of the life is operated. Our beliefs, our long-term memory, our traumas, our wounds, they are, you know, body is a subconscious mind. It just kind of sits there. The energetic sit, sits there. The energetic sit there long enough that it begin to cause uh, physical changes. Like I just shared with you, the inflammation in this client's joints is the anger. So, until we heal, you know, this this is where we need to kind of heal the body by heal healing the body is to heal the subconscious mind. So we become whole. So we heal and we are no longer a product of our traumas, but we live life by choice. And so, like I mentioned that, um, you know, we have, we, we've lived in the mental flow. This is where we intellectualize. We uh, focus on the external. It's somebody else's fault. And um, there's always, you know, shame and guilt and if you look at the trauma, what really trauma is, is a state of constant alert. In by it, all of us, to some extent, have experienced the trauma because we were in a state of constant alert and we perhaps still are. 
there's no timeline. We don't know when, you know, it started with the pandemic and it's ending up into all kinds of other social issues that are erupting. We don't know when, where, how this is going to be. And there's a lot of uncertainty. So we are experiencing so much at such a rapid pace that we really don't have the time to metabolize or digest or know what to do with those experiences. Any times when we go through a trauma, you know, trauma leaves behind the shame, fear, guilt, blame. And this is exactly where we are. And this is just the aftermath of the trauma. But, you know, we, we, we work with where whatever shows up for us and we lean towards healing and becoming whole. So um, why we, you know, why we don't heal? Because the healing has to do with connecting to the energetics. Energetics and spirituality are intertwined. So behind our mental and emotional experiences are complex energetic structures. Okay? So the pattern in us, they continue to repeat. They just show up in a different package. Like the story I just gave you, it just shifted from mother to mother-in-law in a different package, but her experience continued to um, repeat. So we want to understand that behind, instead, you know, we get focused on the people and what they do. We want to look at the energetic structures. It's the energies that we are dealing with. So the whole world collectively, we are experiencing the energies of fear, energies of being victimized. And these are old consciousnesses that have been here for millions of years. And the thing about energy is that you, it doesn't go away. You can't create or destroy it. You can only transmute it. So the same energy that creates anger can create vision and passion. It's understanding how to, how to change the frequency of that energy. It's understanding how do we change the frequency of the energy into a higher frequency so we can use it for its highest expression. All of the emotions are lack of the highest vibration, which is love. So when we look at fear, fear by itself is not a thing. It's lack of love. So we can't keep on beating up fear over the head because we will magnify it. We will give it so much focus that we will magnify it. And that's really exactly how the fear is spreading faster than the virus because you know, fear, and also you have to understand the negative and the darker energies, they're very seductive. Their seductive power comes from the feeling of familiarity. We know how to be in fear. We know how to be in the darker energies. We know how to keep talking about it, keep churning the same energies in our psyche, and we keep recreating, keep recreating, keep recreating. So there's seductive power in the darkness that it's looking to, looking to hook on to something. And just a little gap in our psyche, we get hooked on. And before we know it, we are into that familiar cycle that continues to repeat. And we're like, nothing is changing. I'm doing all the work. It keeps happening. I keep feeling that. It's because we have to become really conscious and aware of the subtleties of life that is taking place. It's not just the physicality what we see. We have to get familiar with that which we do not see and connected with the subtle energies and the subtle part of ourselves, that's exactly what moving into fifth dimension is all about. It's about, we, we all are intuitive. It's that we will be able to, the veil between 
the physical and the non-physical is becoming thinner and thinner. Why? So we can access the non-physical because the non-physical is where the intelligence resides. It's non-physical is where the changes come from. They come from the non-physical into the physical, but we've been, um, you know, we just harp on the physical. We never get anywhere, but we don't really look at the non-physical. So that's what the shift is about for us to understand the subtle parts of our being and tap into it and understanding and wake up to the fact that everything is energy. We're swimming in this ocean of energy. We are affected. So when, when we are when we are understanding that everything is energy, we're affected by everyone else's energies. All of a sudden you wake up in the morning, you feel so angry and you're like, where the heck did that come from? Because you're not isolated. You're not like a little eggshell isolated from other humans. Energy In the energetic world, we're all connected. We're picking up on each other's energy. You see, that's why there's a reason that we must understand that we affect change. That's why we must you know, vibrate at a higher frequency because it will affect that higher frequencies to be vibrated you know, next to us the next person, the next person, that the next person. That's why each individual person that wakes up is gonna help shift the humanity into the higher consciousness. That's where the whole, you know, healing and becoming whole, it becomes, it's, it's not possible not to heal. It's not possible to remain stuck. Because if you remain stuck, the suffering is gonna come from remaining stuck. The suffering is not going to come from when we choose to heal. We exercise our power to choose, choose to heal and step up and rise up to the new dawn that is, you know, that's being birthed. And we are part of that energy. We are part of the collective, which is helping this new earth um, take place. Um, so again, these are just, you know, many, many experiences. So it's, I'm not going to get too much into that. There's, People are feeling all kinds of things and they're very common. One person is feeling it, chances are many of us are feeling it. And there's been a um, lot of darker energies, a lot of hopelessness. There's, there's abuses going up and addictions is going up. People are figuring out a way to cope. There's nothing wrong or right. We have to get away from that. Remember, I just talked about how, you know, this client who lost her earring, her, her uh, hearing, on one ear actually was a blessing. So she could cope with the current circumstances. And then it's a temporary, like, you know, divine intervention or a gift. So remember, nothing is good or bad. Nothing, absolutely, we have to get out of that conditioned response of saying something is bad, something is good, because that keeps us limited. As long as we are judging the external, remember all judgment is self-judgment. That means there's a part of us that we are judging. As long as we continue to judge a part of us as wrong or bad, what we are becoming is defragmented. We are becoming fragmented. We are pushing that part away because that part that's bad, we don't want anything to do with it. So when you feel fragmented, no amount of work, no amount of medications, no amount of anything is going to make you feel whole. You're going to feel out of sorts. So we have to embrace all of us, the whole of us. And that's what this work is. Um, that's what this time is about. That's what the healing is about. So it's really about, you know, changing again, let your experiences teach you. That's the biggest teacher. Tune into what it is that you're feeling. 
and trust that what that you are able to discern, that you're able to know your own experiences and change your mind on how you think about something. Either the same thing that's an obstacle can be a blessing, and it is a blessing for many, okay? And those who, you know, believe hurt you or oppose you, they're actually an opportunity for you to expand. And the purpose of this time, the purpose of whole of human life is to really to heal. It's just that this time has particularly kind of hit us over the head and um, given us this opportunity is, is highlighted. It's highlighted our pain. It's highlighted our darkness. It's highlighted everything that we didn't have time to pay attention to and now we do. It's there in our face. So now it's the time for us to really harness our, you know, really look at the, the human power, the power that we have to create our own lives, look into it and, and choose to heal it and choose to heal it and choose to become whole. Um, so, you know, there's a technique that I work with, it's called the 6A technique, which is becoming aware of what it is that you're feeling, allow yourself to feel what you're feeling, accept that whatever you're feeling is yours, Remember, it's never about anyone else. If you are experiencing it, it's about you. And then it's about love, flowing love, flowing the energy of love to all the parts of you which you have not loved before. And this, is, this is, becomes like then the constant principle application that we do all the time. This is how we become anchored into love. The new world that's, that's, that's being born, the fifth D, what is that all about? It's a love-based realm where there's unity, there is, there's harmony, there is healing, there's joy, there's creativity, there's having you know, enough for all. No one is left behind. This is the world, a beautiful world that's being you know, that's, that's being born, that we are giving birth to by healing ourselves. And this is how this is, you know, this whole life, this is our journey home. Home is about healing, coming back to yourself. And the truth is when we think about, you know, like we were in times where when we think about the heart and we thought it was all the mushy stuff, the heart actually is a second brain. The heart, if you look at the body, is three, uh, three energy centers are beneath it and three are above it. So in the center is the heart. That's where our six aspects become integrated and we heal here. The, our physical, our mental, emotional, our spiritual, our soul, and our higher self, they get integrated into the heart. And that's how we, that's the potential that um, we have. So what I want to do at this point is, is um, Here's a question for you. The question is, what is, this, what is this one theme that continues to recur in your life? Whether it is feeling abandoned, feeling isolated, feeling victimized, feeling anxious, there's a fear of some kind, there's feeling worthlessness. What is that one theme that continues to, that you continue to experience over and over and over in your life. So what I'm going to do at this point is um, stop the share.